Welcome back. It, it felt like it needed to be dramatic. That was dramatic. Welcome back. Welcome back. To a couple guys reading. This is your spoiler alert. The recap is coming. Spoiler alert. Fourth wing chapters five through ten. Text, take it away. Violet Sorengale is training to become a dragon rider at Basquiath War College. And studies have begun. That's right. She's got battle briefings, sparring, and defense against the dark arts. LOL, a joke. Different series. Violet excels at history, but her weak frame leaves her vulnerable on the sparring mat. So she tutors her dear, dear friend Rhiannon, not Rihanna, in book smarts while Rhiannon teaches her to fight and to dance. Just kidding. And Violet's sister has given her another boon! A notebook that was her deceased brother's full of helpful tidbits from school. For instance, Violet can learn who her sparring opponents are and <laughs> sneak some extra ingredients into their eggs at breakfast to give her an advantage. But she can't fool Satan Ryerson who interjects himself into one of her fights. Yet Zayden doesn't take the opportunity to kill her. Odd. And even stranger, Violet learns that Zayden is having secret, illegal gatherings of fellow marked ones, the children of former rebels. And he's helping them survive Basquiat. Violet, hidden in a tree, is discovered by Zayden. But he doesn't kill her! Very odd indeed. Violet doesn't have much time to ponder these things. She's begun training on the gauntlet, a physical fitness challenge that everyone must pass or die trying to ascend to presentation, aka when we will finally, finally, meet some dragons. And that is a uh, recap of uh, chapters five Zayden through ten. Ryerson. Zayden Ryerson. That's a recap, folks, of chapters five through ten. I feel like I was there. I mean, yeah. Well, you were there because you read those chapters. I know, but even I hope more than the books, I just felt like I was looking Zayden Ryerson. Yeah, and his big, stupid, beautiful, infuriatingly delicious smile face. Listen, Rebecca, girl, if you need somebody. To read your next audiobook. Do you think you could hold that for 600 pages? Uh, my voice would be <laughs> totally gone. Yeah. It would be a little much. I'm on page 137. <laughs> it, would end, it would end up just me being like, I would just have to go to country country voice mode. So you it's tried it just for one second. I did. I'd, I'd end up being like, and then Zane Ryerson didn't kill her. <laughs> <laughs> and then Jack was there, and he was saying some mean stuff about uh, Violet and talking about how he's going to kill her. And he was like, this Hunger Games, I'm sorry, I had the wrong franchise. You're not going to survive, Violet. I'm a, just a mean guy for the hell of it. I don't really care about, I don't know why I'm mad, I just am. <laughs> Let's jump into things we liked. Uh, uh, one thing, I completely forgot that the end of last chapter, uh, Violet broke her arm. I just feel like she's always breaking, and so it's hard to distinguish when because her bones are like brittle. She's uh, she's known for being. But brittle. you mean like 
had to go to the healer. Yeah, yeah. I mean, her arm, the end of the last chapter. Yes. It uh, snapped. It snapped. Like, it, yes. she legitimately broke her arm. Yes. And like it, the, but it ends with like, and then my arm went. Yeah. I heard she heard a sickening. Oh, snap. yeah. And we start with Dane, who's honestly, I don't think you could get more. Like, the word vanilla doesn't even describe how dull. Yeah. And she gave him a beard. I think that's my biggest problem with it. He has a beard? He has a beard. Uh, he's I like miss a that fully detail. bearded man, and he's oh. boring. As people with beards, I think we should be offended by well, that. Well, like, if you're going to have a bearded character, he's got to, like, have wandered right off the mountain. Yeah. You know, and like, he's wearing, like, I don't know, like, small dragon pelts that he's used yeah. to survive. And exactly. He's got a big grizzly beard, but this guy's like, like, Jeremiah Johnson. Hi, I'm Dean. I've got, I've got a beard. And I, no, I'm Violet, just, no. no. You gotta join the scribes, Go Violet. The scribes. You gotta join the scribes because I, because I'm trying to protect you. I care about you. I can't lose you. <laughs> that's our, well, that's our Dane voice. That's Dane. Rebecca, if you need people Rebecca, to voice seriously, Dane. we got it. Yeah, <laughs> Sam will do. He'll do. Dane, I'll I'll be the narrator. We got this. So we we start. Well, this was where we started with rushing to the healers, right? Yes. Um, Which you know, I, I'm sorry, I'm not going to be able to not think about Harry Potter. When oh he, yeah, when I, he, I was seeing the infirmary in my head, and Adam yeah. Pomfrey was there. Yeah. Yes. Just sitting there, just like, oh, I guess y'all are going to take this one. <laughs> Just gonna have to do Skelligro. Was that what it was? Yes. Yes. I uh, here's one thing. Okay, I'm gonna say things I like, but here's one thing. I just a question I have. Okay. It was not explained the magic behind her healing. Uh, it was. Uh, it's a uh, what are they? Are they signet powers? That's what they get from That's dragons. That's right. Okay. It was one of the guys. But okay, here's my one thing with the signet powers. Everybody's signet power. We meet. She's like. He has the power of healing. It's very rare. Yes. Zayden has the power of shadows. It's very rare. Never all, seen before. <laughs> they're all exceptional. He has the power of foresight. It's very rare. Never seen before. It's all exceptional. We have not met just the common guy who's like, his dragon gave him the power to cure ingrown toenails. <laughs> his, his. Everybody's got that one. <laughs> his dragon gave him the power to hit every green light on the way to work. <laughs> That's his signet power. That's right. He has the power, the green power. Uh, I so with the signet stuff, I got. I, it's just not for me personally. It's not explained well enough yep. how this happens or what. Uh, it's bonding with a dragon. I I know that. Yeah. Oh, I, I'm your expert now. <laughs> <laughs> Good. I'm just gonna come to you with these questions right. I have. That's right. I'm gonna explain the lore of fourth wing. So I. I'm just going to have to be the guy that's always comparing this to other stuff, but I've right. been reading through the Stormlight Archives by Brandon Sanderson, and he explains, there are some stuff that's like, how does that work? But he explains yeah. his magic systems so oh, well. Yeah. That's and his in, thing, right? That's his thing, and in great detail. He, he's, I think I've only read uh, the Alcatraz books uh, from Brandon Sanderson because his other books look too big and they scare me. They are big, yeah. They're but scary. his thing, right, is he starts with magic. Like he writes his whole magic system as yeah. if it's like, and it is source code. It is like it, it is very well done. Like uh, I've read the, uh, two of the Mistborn books, uh, which deals oh. with like ingesting metals that give you power. Those are young adult, kind of young adulty. They're, yeah, Stormlight Archives is like his Lord of the Rings, pretty much. Okay, and uh, then Mistborn's like his. It's kind of like uh, I wouldn't call it young adult, but it's like kind of like steampunk almost, sort of. But like, uh, is it? But it's younger people, and there's romance subplots. And yeah, but not 
that much. Oh, okay. Yeah, and there's like romance in, in the Stormlight archives, but and we're going off topic, but all that to say Everything his, is on topic. That's true. That we're is just, our signet power is that's to our, make everything on topic. My signet power is to get us off subject and for it to still be interesting. I'm still laughing at hit every green light. <laughs> that's a, that's the signet power. So I was like, oh, forget healing. I would love that. <laughs> That would really make my life so much easier. Where's the dragon? I don't care what color it is. <laughs> my signet power is, have you ever got an Americano that's too hot? Well, I can get it just warm enough. Just warm enough to where it's not lukewarm, which you won't Correct. enjoy. Um, but anyway, I, I, I think that those books really do a good job of explaining the magic system. And I'm not saying she's not doing a good job. I just have questions. Like, yeah. I, I don't, and I think she's going to explain it more when we actually meet dragons. And when she gets one, I'm when sure we'll understand one. the process. Yeah, because we don't know. It's all theory right now. Yeah, it's all Violet explaining it to us. Yeah, we're not seeing things happen. It's we're getting a lot of backstory exposition yeah. thrown in, and we're and world building. Yeah, world building, but it's first person, so it kind of works because you can just tell us. Um, the things that get me are the <laughs> just. Um, when she starts reciting information when she's nervous. Yeah. I'm like, okay, nerd. <laughs> I don't know. It just something about the scenes just gets under my skin where I'm like, you know, imagine if I was about to die and I was like, C.S. Lewis and J.R.R. Tolkien met in 1933, <laughs> balancing on the parapet. <sighs> in 2004, uh, Tennessee and Florida played in Neyland Stadium under the lights. James Wilhoyt missed an extra point, and we thought we were going to lose. We were down 28 to 27, but then he hit a 50-yard field goal as time expired for us to win the game 30-27. Whew, I've barely walked I across that ledge. <laughs> Chris Leak threw two picks in the game. Meanwhile, Tennessee quarterback Eric Ainge. A freshman. <laughs> um, okay, so what do you like? What was like? What's the count okay. from 5 to 10? Right. I like, um, okay, I like getting to know more of the school. Oh yeah. Um, Any school stuff's good. Give me the school stuff. And that's what I'm, that's what I need. I think from this is mm. uh, right now in this first book, I need to give me a hook with Basketh war college to where I want to know more about it. And I want to know more about what's happening in the world through, uh, through the lens of Basketh war college. So, yeah. and that, and for me, that's working. Like I, I'm interested in what, uh, I don't. I I had a hard time picturing the gauntlet in my head, what that looks like. But I like the idea yeah. of everything that they're doing there, and that they have the guy who failed the first time. He's like yeah. the super senior who's back. I just hate that his name is Sawyer. Sawyer, because <laughs> I'm just like lost. Lost. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Sawyer. Yeah. He. I actually did picture him in my head as Sawyer from Lost. And Sawyer's character is from Knoxville, Tennessee. I didn't remember know. that. I didn't know that. Yeah, he says that I'm from Knoxville, Tennessee. Gosh, fantastic! I know we don't have any characters that Not get many. from Knoxville, but we got Gus, we got well, we have the greatest character ever, Gus McRae. That's right. So, um, Lonesome Dove, great book. You got a Lonesome Dove reference. I got one in. You got to read that book, people. Yeah. It's the best book of all time. Um, so I liked that, and I'm interested in the um, what's happening with like, so, I, okay. I'm interested in what Zayden Ryerson's doing and he's becoming more of a fleshed out character for me Yeah, because, uh, he's, he's showing, and this is very intentional. He's showing a softer side by caring for these young students of the rebel that was families. Good. I did that, that whole scene. Yeah. I was, that, that was probably of the, the scenes we saw in these chapters. That was my favorite. Yeah. Me was too. Her in the tree. One, I was like, Oh crap, she's about to die. 
But she's like, anytime you feel like she's going to die, it's pretty good because you're like, I know that she's going to write five books in this series. Violet yeah. can't die, but she's in trouble here. She's in trouble. Yeah. Um, yeah, I liked that. I liked that uh, the character of Zayden is being more fleshed out. He's not just like the mean guy. He's showing like benevolence uh, yeah. towards Violet. Like he is teaching her in a tough way, but he clearly isn't, doesn't want to kill her. Yeah. And she's pretty much already admitted in her head that she has a crush on him. Yeah. Um, or it's like, uh, <laughs> I struggle with it, but it's every time she talks about him, she's like, he's infuriatingly good looking. <laughs> we get, we get a lot of Zayden Ryerson here because not only do we see him with his, uh, meeting with the, uh, the marked ones, we also get a fight with Zayden Ryerson. We learn about his signet power. Yep. Which I don't fully understand. He I think commands it, the shadows. He commands the shadows, but can he like, she even talks about it later where it's like, could he kill all of us like right now with shadows? Because apparently the shadow power is like. It, it physically interacts. Sauron level power. Yeah. Or if you've read Game of Thrones, like the red priestess Melisandre, she also has, creates a shadow monster. Spoilers really? Spoilers for that, yeah. The red priestess what? The Mel red priestess. Melisandre? Melisandre. So, okay. She creates a shadow monster in uh, the second Game of Thrones book. Wow. Which, I, sorry, I mean to say Song of Ice and Fire series. That's right. It's not Game of Thrones. That's a TV it's, show. Yes. Um, which is a great series. But uh, don't watch the show with your grandmother. <laughs> <laughs> I have a or nice, about I have a great, <laughs> a great period drama, uh, a medieval period grandmother. Let's watch it. Oh, no. <laughs> it's about the perils of kingship. <laughs> <laughs> There's lots of political... Uh, intrigue. Oh, <laughs> look, right. they're doing it. That's right. <laughs> Sorry, Grandma. Anyways. Well, the scariest part of that me for Grandma is like, shut up, I'm watching. <laughs> <laughs> I'd have to excuse myself from That's the right. Well, I mean, there's definitely going to be sex scenes in this yeah. book because they gave us a warning at the beginning. That's so. right. And she clearly, <laughs> clearly Violet, like we're going to have to broach some sex subjects in this book. That is true. <laughs> <laughs> because it's going to happen. I mean, you know. Here we go. Zayden Ryerson. Zayden Ryerson. Let's talk about, okay, I will say this. The name Zayden Ryerson's terrible. Well, we talked about that. I, I can't do it. it <laughs> I was thinking, I was like, Ryerson, where have I heard it? Have you seen Groundhog Day? Yes. Have you seen the, I can't remember the guy's name, the character, the, every morning he, Ned Ryerson, how <laughs> it, the, yes. the guy that greets him in the yes, morning. yeah, and then yeah, Bill Murray just finds different ways to avoid that's, him. That's Ned Ryerson. Yeah, that's what I think of when I hear Man. Zayden Ryerson. Yes, hear the name Zayden Ryerson. What was she thinking when she came up with that name? I don't know, and it's a bummer because he is the he is the better character because Dane stinks, and so naturally we're all like, yeah, Dean Zayden. He's the best character in the book so far. Violet, I mean, Violet for me is, we don't, I mean. Violet's, we're, yeah. We're in her head, but. Uh, Writers will make the main character not have a lot of dimensions to them because they're you. That's And true. that's what they want is they don't give you a lot of description because it's meant to be you. Yes. Whereas other times they give you a fully fleshed out. And I feel like, where does Violet land for you? She. Is she meant to be just kind of eyes for us to see the world through and we bring our own personality or we uh, understand hers? She's eyes, but she has spunk. She's. <clears throat> It's forced spunk. It's definitely. Me. It's yeah. not. It doesn't feel like real spunk. No, I'm it's sorry. definitely forced spunk. And I'm a real spunk savant. Like, I just want real spunk. <laughs> I want I want my actual spunk. 
<laughs> you can spot spunk from a mile away. That's right. Amen. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a spunk expert. I'm studying spunkology at UT right now, getting a PhD. That's, you're going to be teaching a class on spunk. Teaching a class on spunk. Yep. Yeah, I think that's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, Starting with Scout from To Kill a Mockingbird. Now, Scout has Very spunk. spunky. And so here's where you get into with first person. First person for me is mm, where yeah. there is no mystery then about what anything that Violet's thinking. We're in her head at all times. Yeah. And so we kind of have delved the, the, the mind of her head. Like there's mm-hmm. no mystery. Like when you at least have like a, you know, third person narrator, mm-hmm. even if the narrator is omniscient, they're like, so the reason that Zayden is interesting is because we're not in his head. Yeah. His actions to us are pretty surprising. Like seeing him be kind to the younger students is surprising. Yeah. It's probably the most surprising moment we've had. Yes. That was probably the best. Like I would say, if we've read that scene, that moment with Zayden was the best moment we've had. That's why I'm bummed that his name's Zayden because it's like this was the best story moment we've had in the books. You're going to have to get over that. I know. Sadly. I probably will. By the end, I'll be like, Zayden is awesome. I'm going to, yeah, we're going to be naming children Zayden. That or just don't make it an X. Yeah. Make it Caden. Or I'm fine with the Aiden. There's just the fact that it's an X and I have Look, to it's hard. Zayden. I'll give Rebecca this. It's hard to come up with fiction character names. Especially fantasy names. Yeah. Because you've got to like, you got to make its own dragony in this world. Yes. She did her best. Like Violet. But Violet's fine. Yeah. That's good. Why, why not? Like, I don't know. I'm a proponent of you don't have to make crazy names. Just start naming people George. Fred. Fred. Kevin. Michael. Howard. We've got a Jack in here, but the only guy with a normal name sucks. That's true. She she has... This is Robert. She has normal names mixed in there. I can't Uh, think of it off the top of my head. All all I can think of is Jack. Jack. Uh, Yeah. Mira, kind of, but it's spelled with an I. Yeah. Mira's usually a Y. Um, Yeah. Okay, so... That's where I'm at with Violet then is she, I mean, we just know everything in her head. Um, And And it's very plainly stated too. There's no mystery to it. What are the mysteries right now? What are the questions? 10 chapters into the book, what are the questions you're excited to see answered? What are, what's keeping you turning pages? Okay. What happened to her brother? Yeah. How did he die? I think they may have said, but I'm not exactly sure. He was kind of vague. Dayton's. Dad killed him. Yes. Or parents. Did I make that up? No, I think you're right. He died fighting. It was the rebellion. Yes. Yeah, so maybe that's not a mystery, but. It's hinted at. Yeah. And I completely forgot that she had a dead brother until these chapters. Yeah. It skipped my mind until she got the diary. And I was like, oh, that's right. I didn't love the diary. Wasn't my favorite thing. I was like, oh, this is. Lit. And then the book changed the font to. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> like, it changed the it font. It was a little comic sansy. Yeah, like this is her brother wrote in perfect comic sans. <laughs> um uh okay, so there's that. Uh what other mysteries? Like what is this other kingdom? What is their what is mm-hmm. what are they? I have I have no idea other than they have Griffin Riders yeah. and they're enemies and they trade at one place in the border. So I'm interested to find that out. Romeo. Yes. I'm interested to see and I was trying to they were talking about the different dragon types and colors yes, and that I was great. I enjoyed that. That was good. I liked that. It was building And also they had the different dragons. personalities and things mm-hmm. you like but is it a you never look a red in the eyes. Yeah. A Blues. green you never back down from. Yeah. Blues are like 
pretty much like the the big bads. Are yeah. the black are the blacks black the most? Are the blacks are the big bads. The rares, the super rare ones. The super rare is the feather tails. Oh, that's right. I remember this so well. That was really good. <laughs> I'm. Um, uh, it's just weird the things I remember because I can't remember that Violet went to the hospital, but I'm like, oh yeah, feather tails are very rare. Like, they haven't seen one leave the veil in anybody's. They're lifetime. extremely dangerous. Yeah. Uh, more dangerous than a sword tail. Well, they're, they're, the least is known about them. That's true. That's ma- that makes them dangerous. Mm-hmm. Um, what kind of dragon do you think Violet's um, going to get? Um, it's going to be the, the unique one. Whatever. It's just going to be whichever one they, sticks out. Like they the, mentioned There's going to be one that's mentioned that's like, this one's different in this way. Yeah. And that's what's going to happen. Well, so I like that. I like that. I don't, I can't immediately pick out what kind of dragon she's going to have. I mean, we're going to know soon enough when we see that dragon, but for right now, we'd have no idea. Right. Well, we we have only seen one dragon, Zayden's dragon. Text. I'm just going to confess. I read two chapters ahead. I know what dragon she's going to end up with. Are you kidding me? I'm so sorry. I'm so so sorry. So I guess mystery. That's why I have these, all this dragon knowledge. I, could, I I wanted to read it. I, that, that's that's what I liked. Is I wanted to keep reading. That's a good. That's a good. It's a good metric thing that you read and cheated, and I'm I sitting did. here two chapters <laughs> behind you. Hey, I could have just been like, hey, I think she's gonna end up with this type I of dragon. I think she's gonna end up with a Hungarian horn tail. And these two. Pe- <laughs> also, his name's gonna be Norbert. <laughs> Norbert. That was a Rhodesian. That was, that was actually right? a Rhodesian, Rhodesian Ridgeback. Ridgeback yeah. Wait, isn't that a dog? A Rhodesian Ridgeback? Yeah. No, it's a dragon. That's yeah, but what, that's um, that's also a dog. A Rhodesian Ridgeback? Specifically yes. or, Rhode- or just a Rhodesian? A Rhodesian Ridgeback is a is a type of dog. Really? Yes. Is there a Rhodesian Ridgeback expert out there that could write in they the were, show? Call in 833-877. They were born to fight lions in Africa. Rhodesia was the former name of the country of Zimbabwe. Exactly. Hmm. Are we, are we sure it was a Rhodesian Ridgeback dragon? Because that... I'm pretty sure it's a dog. Unless, um, did J.K. Rowling just like straight up just like, oh, this dog actually sounds like a dragon. A Rhodesian Ridgeback is a dog. It's a very cute dog. <laughs> Look at that boy. Really you good boy. That dog really got us off subject. But uh, What's the Rhodesian dragon? Norwegian Ridgeback. Norwegian? She didn't pull Rhodesia in. Yeah, okay. She went with Norway. She did not go with the former name of the okay. country of Zimbabwe. okay. So she just changed the name of the country to make yes. her dragon. She she definitely was inspired by the Rhodesian Ridgeback. Mm. Speaking of Nor- Rhodesian Ridgebacks, I am very excited to get to these things. <laughs> that was doing a bad segue. I'm excited to get to the. Um, I can find myself ready to get to the threshing. Like I'm, I'm like hoping the threshing is in our chapters. Whenever I sit down to start our five chapters, we read when I'm set on not cheating, like I usually am. I am excited. I'm like, I hope we get to that threshing because that sounds like that scene's going to be wild. I thought the, the threshing was going to be like at the end of the book, but I think it's coming oh, up pretty no. soon. It's got to be soon. The year so is got to get a dragon into the story. That's true, but the year is like kind of fl- flying by. It's like a Hogwarts year, you know, where it's time movement's never consistent. It's like, that's true. We're going to be in October and then it's going to be Christmas. Yeah, but I don't know if they do Christmas in this world. I doubt it. We also met their god of death. Mel- Melkor. That's from Lord of the Rings, I think. Okay. And I we have know. referenced so many different books here. Yes, we have. And probably more than we've re- referenced Fourth Wing, but the Fourth Wing. Uh, 
Yeah, I'm I'm excited to see the threshing. Mm-hmm. I'm excited to get to know dragons. Yep. I I sort of think to me, it, and I'm going to talk about some things I don't like for a minute. Yeah, for me, I feel like she had the idea for this war college, and then just kind of wanted to speed through to get to some romance and dragons. Yeah, and, um, she knows her audience. She knows her audience. But like I, what I want is like what I. Why do I love Harry Potter and Hogwarts? Because like it is like very. You go to potions class. You go to mm-hmm. herbology. You like yeah. go to all these different. You like get really acquainted with yeah. the school. I don't feel that acquainted with Baskith. I'm. Damn. What I want is more of it. And and like the romance stuff and the dragon stuff. That's awesome. And that's like what the book's going to be about. Right. But lay a foundation, and like make me. Like if Basketh gets attacked by the other nation, would I want to care. Would you about care? That. Uh, yeah. yeah, you know, it's like Hogwarts. You get it. Like it's like, oh man, Hogwarts. Hogwarts is like safe place. Yeah, like, it gets attacked. Yeah, there's petrifications happening. I'm very say, yeah. Worried. Even in the second book, Chamber of Secrets, you feel that. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's altogether thing. You are Maybe. not safe at Hogwarts. Maybe it's ever. Violet doesn't talk fondly about Basketh. Yeah, well, she's raised there. She's raised there, but she just kind of is like very, yeah, it's here. I spent my whole life here. Yeah. It's hard. There's never like fondly like, I remember being a little girl and going sledding in the snow up upon Raven's Hill. Yeah. You know, or. That's kind of one of my, another gripe is like, there just, and I said this last time, there doesn't seem to be any joy in this world. That is something I keep thinking about. Yeah. That you said, that's such a good point because it's. And I'm hoping she's going to pull the rug out from under it, like the way, um, like a good book will pull the joy rug out from under you. It'll make it seem like awful and despairing. But uh-huh. then when it makes a good turn, you're like, this, my heart is so warm right now. Yeah. I mean, we Harry Potter have... starts pretty, pretty dim, right? He's I an mean, orphan who's abused he's an orphan by his aunt and uncle. It, as a baby. Yeah. And we find out that his parents are dead pretty quick. They were murdered by uh, Magic yeah. Hitler. And. <laughs> then he just straight up murder him. We don't know why. Yeah. Um, but then when you get the joy turns, like it's like, oh man, this is great. Yeah. And he overcomes his horrible upbringing yeah. to have find joy. Yeah. And even he finds when, friends, even just his friends, his friendships with Hermione and Ron. Yeah. That's the whole crux of the yeah. entire series is like friendship and sacrifice and um, love. I don't know what that is in this book. I was talking to Amanda McIntyre about this. Do you know Amanda? I don't. Um, she's meet her. She's a good person. She's the person. Amanda's the reason I heard of Fourth Wing. Okay. She uh, puts her book reviews up on Instagram. Nice. And and she said it's worth hype. And I was like, okay, I need to read this book. Yeah. And then and that began the pursuit of trying to find it and knowing it was in no bookstores anywhere. Yeah. I was like, oh, this is the it book. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but I was talking to her and we were talking about how this book. It's just a what book. There's what books and there's why books. A lot of books you read are just trying to answer the question, what happens next? And that's all you care about is just what happens next. Mm-hmm. Is somebody going to die? Are they going to get together? Who's going to win this fight? Yeah. Whereas like a great book, you go back and you read what happened, but then you want to find out why. Yeah. There's like a deeper, there's always a deeper theme, deeper questions they're kind of asking. Yeah. Whereas this book is asked, I'm, I don't think it's asking any deeper questions. I don't think so. I mean, maybe it's like... Uh, or it doesn't care. It just wants to get us to the next entertaining scene. 
That's true. Which I'm not saying it's bad. It's just different. No, it is different. Yeah. And there's not, yeah, it's not like one is better than, it's like every book doesn't have to be like, you don't have to, like, it's not like old man in the sea. Like you're just going to stick with you. You're going to be like, I am like Santiago chasing that fish in the ocean Mm. on my last I've never read it, but I'm going to keep nodding. So I feel smart inside. I read one Hemingway book, and it was one of the more depressing experiences. Old Man in the Sea is like a hundred pages, and it's it's a novella pretty much, and it's okay. fantastic. And you should, it's like one of the best books ever. I've only read this on Nozzle Rises, and it, at the end is, of it, I was just like, "Well, now I'm sad." <laughs> Hemingway's never going to give you the warm fuzzies, but like <laughs> that joy turn I was talking about, <laughs> it's never going to happen. Well, it's not going to happen, Old Man in the Sea either. But it is of it is like a, this is like the literary equivalent of like a popcorn blockbuster yeah. movie. And there's nothing wrong with that. I think I disagree just a little bit on one's not better than the other. I do think one is better than the other. It's a personal preference. Okay. Yeah. Um, but I think my preference is just right. <laughs> well, um, there, are well. Some, there are some books that uh, will shape you yeah. uh, for good or for bad. Um, for the experience. And I think that is better. But I'm not saying that all books should be that. Because there is room for just like, I want to sit down and read a book that's just entertaining. And this yeah. book is great for that. Yeah, exactly. Like if you've got a couple hours at a coffee shop or like it's, it's, it's a page turner. Yeah. It's fantastic. And I, I enjoy that about it. Like I, I'm excited to get to the uh, presentation where they yes. walk in front of the dragons and the dragons can just smoke them yeah. <laughs> if they want. If that's they, awesome. If they so choose. And the dragons are smart. They are. We learn. Yeah. They like, uh, they'll sniff you out like they already killed somebody i think somebody was running away yeah got uh Inga incinerated zayden's dragon which is like a huge blue one yeah he's got a blue one roasted he's got a blue one and he's got this the he commands the shadows so. he zayden's pretty cool he's cool yeah and uh, that's that's how we're supposed to think he's cool but we're supposed yeah. to like be wary of him because he's pretty much said like you're dead soren gale right um you but could- he's not backing that up but we also get that scene with him where he's like, I haven't killed you yet because I like to think I'm trying to think I'm a good person. Yeah. Just it was interesting. Yeah. I didn't see it coming with his character, but that maybe that's what makes him good. He's mysterious. I mean, obviously, we know that he's a love interest. Yeah, yes. And that's very clear from the beginning. It's he, not Dane. It better not be Dane. Dane is Dane is the cog, he's the like, he's just thrown in there to cause confusion. And like I said, she's gonna end up hooking up with him at some point and he's going to really turn he's going to be kind of a villain by the end i think i was gonna say there's going to be some conflict with dane at some point right absolutely he's either going to just get written off and nothing's going to happen with him which i don't think is likely because she's a better writer than that to just have a waste character or we're going to either get a triangle where dane's like yeah how could you be with that zayden ryerson and it's not my dane voice ha why are you with Zayden? I love you. I've known you since I was four. Or he's going to suddenly <laughs> Our become parents a parents work guy. together. That's right. I'm telling my dad. He's going to tell your mom. Or he's going to become the bad guy. Which that'd be interesting for Dane. Because at I, least he's doing, having an opinion. I'm pulling for him to be a bad guy. Yeah. Because what I fear is going to happen. What I think he's is, a mole. You yeah. know, oh. for Romeo. That would be wild. That's not yeah. happening. It's not going to be like that. But that'd be wild. I'm not okay. I will say this with what books versus why books. Yeah. One thing about what books is they are the writers are so good at doing things. You're like, you had 
we joke like we're trying to predict what's going to happen and stuff. And maybe yeah. we can get some of the bigger things. But I will say, I, I don't know where she's going. I don't know what's going to happen. Okay, I mean, yeah. I mean, I, we can I, try and predict. But I feel like a good what book writer is good at thinking, you think this is going to happen. But then Dane's actually a rat for the kingdom of Romeo and has totally sold the school out. And now there's griffins coming out of the bottom uh, of the basement. That'd be incredible. It'd be awesome. Uh. Yes, and that's what I hope they do with Dane. But what I think is going to happen, here's what I think is going to happen with Dane. He's going, she is going to end up like, she's going to end up getting with Zayden. He's going to hear about it. He's going to confront her about it. Yeah. And they're going to be like, are you, his family betrayed us and he hates you. He's just using you, Violet. Right. What's his game? He's trying to get you alone so he can. Kill you with shadows. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. That's not my. That's not my Dane voice. I didn't do it again. He's just trying to kill you with shadows. There we go. <laughs> uh, the the this voice. You, when you start it with that, I just want to do true. it. It's just such a fun voice to talk in. He's just trying to murder you with shadows. I think. Yeah. I think he's gonna be more of a Gale. He's gonna be a friend. He's a Gale. He's, he's gonna be the good friend who gets. I'm not gonna say friend. He's just the buddy. He's he's like the walking embodiment of the friend zone. Yeah, he is. That's a, what Dane Atos is. He's a walking friend zone. And he's and with no personality. Any listeners out there that have read ahead, don't tell us what happens. But, yeah. like, I mean, he's, I hope he becomes a villain. We need a villain. We don't have a villain. That's actually Jack. true. We don't. We don't have the Dark Lord Sauron. Yeah, Jack is the current villain. We don't have Voldemort. Yeah, there's not like a, in a book like this, you do often have like a, and then the evil Lord Shushril took over the kingdom and he reigned for a hundred years and then the chosen one ended him, but he's not gone completely. Right. They say his soul is still out there. Prophecy says he'll come back prophecy. at the first blood moon. Right. But there will be one who can wield the sword of never-ending sorrow. The prophecy says the name is like a color and... Her hair shall be silver as the sun and stars. Her bones are brittle, but her weapons are not. <laughs> what could this prophecy mean? <laughs> Who could it be foretelling? No one knows. <laughs> <laughs> if only she'd gone to the scribes' college, she would have known. That's what I've been saying all along. <laughs> Get over there, Violet. Say. <laughs> so, <laughs> and she'll be like pouring over this like they'll be like what does this prophecy mean and she's she'll be like i have no idea it's the girl of the flower <laughs> the girl of the purple flower who will save us i don't know who it is oh yeah okay the girl who lived <laughs> the girl who lived oh i did want to update us real quick uh our rice mile count is at three Rice so, uh, we had a conversation about uh, what's the over and under on rice miles that are going to be in here. We're on pace for 21 rice miles. 21 Just rice. to catch up, if anybody is, didn't listen to the last episode, I'm keeping account of every time the phrase rice mile is used. Um, through 10 chapters, we're at three. And I think based on the chapter count, I kind of uh, extrapolated it out. We would have 21. And I believe you took the over, right? I took the over. Okay. But I don't know if I'm going to hit that. You said it'd be like 30. All you got to do is get 22 and you okay. get it. I'm going to take the under. Or well, maybe I'll do a push. Maybe it'll be right at 21. But it's going to be up there. Yeah, it's, it's, she, she likes that phrase. Well, that's my, <laughs> where I have never read 
any romance literature unless you count Francine Rivers' Redeeming Love as romance uh, we literature. We cannot count that. I'm sorry. Okay. Um, that's, well, the, that's the book that every uh, young Christian man thought would get him a wife in college. Oh, yeah. I read it twice. Michael Jose. Well, you're married, so it worked. I think my wife has never, we have never talked about that book. Same with my all. wife. <laughs> never. We've, we've talked about it only to laugh, but you know, it's a good book. It okay. is a good book, but uh, my attempts of just reading it in public so people would see it didn't work. So unfortunately, yeah, being like a, my girlfriend scene, I'm not going to hate my girlfriend scene, but I've never read romance literature, so I don't know how it's written, but she is describing what somebody's mouth is doing every other paragraph. His lips curved up in an infuriating smile. His lips were arched down. I'd be so mad at him if he wasn't so hot. And his lips, every time it's a mouth reference. That's that's the thing that bothers me. Yeah, that is true. That's something I'm not used to is like there's a lot of descriptions of things that you won't get descriptions of in a lot of other literature. It's just mouths. Like it wasn't like... Always mouths. And then Aragorn, son of Erethorn... Gave a wry smile, and his lip curved up ever so slightly. That's right. There was a shadow on his tongue. <laughs> Actually, that does sound like a Lord Rings. That kind of does. Shadow <laughs> tongue? <laughs> I don't know. It's just like I've noticed there's a lot of mouth descriptions. And a lot of adjective smile. Yes. Adjective frown or adjective lips. Just... I guess I assume that's a romance literature thing where you're just, yeah, everything's very embodied, yeah, especially in certain orifices. When the whole book is, when it's just sexual tension, the book, that's probably what it's going to be like. I mean, I'm not feeling much tension because Dane (laughs) is around. There's no tension between Dane and Violet for me. No, no, but there is. But she acts like there is. But yeah, she she does like say that she finds Dane attractive, right? Uh, Rhiannon called him hot at one point too. Oh, she did. Yeah, it's like he's so hot. It's like this is still your squad leader. Pretty inappropriate. Yeah. Come on, this is inappropriate. Do you have any predictions for what's coming next? Okay, my prediction is, I think in our next batch of chapters that Zayden and Violet are going to have their moment where they bond. I don't think they're going to like get together yet, but oh. they're going to bond. What do you think they'll bond over? I don't know. I think. Well, they've got this secret that she has. She she has a yeah. secret that could destroy him, literally destroy him. He but she be, feels guilty for keeping it. Where I'm like, I don't think you should feel guilty for that. Like I'm pretty glad you're keeping it. Yeah. She's like I'm lying to Rhiannon, and I feel so guilty. It's like you're kind of keeping all these people from getting killed. Yeah, like it's kind of the right thing to do because they're not doing so, anything bad. They're not trying to supplant the government right, that we that we know of. So, yeah, that's unless true. Dane is secretly plotting a rebellion. You're really hooked on this Dane being the bad guy. I think it'd be awesome if he was a rat. Maybe he is. Well, that's not part of my predictions. I don't predict that. I predict that they're going to bond over the next chapters. You've already alluded to, we're going to find out more about the dragon. So we're going to see dragons. She's, we're going to find out the dragon that she is going to get there. The most descriptive dragon that's going to have something with it, or Uh it's either going to be the most powerful. or It's going to be like, kind of like has a lame wing and she's going to like see it and be like, that's the one I want. Okay. Uh, it needs me. Um, or it's going to be the one that's like, they couldn't tame this one. Right. Right. Uh, like, oh, th- that dragon hasn't shown up in a millennia. That's right. Um, and there's going to be the horse whisperer scene. Yeah, and she's just going to walk like, up. It's like bucking. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there, girl. Sun's getting Whoa, real low. Girl. 
<laughs> Sun's getting real low, girl. Um, <laughs> Avengers reference. Uh, um, the amount of like guy stuff references we've managed to like sneak in here. I think girls. Our are listeners gonna, are gonna be so mad. Either yeah. girls are gonna. I be came like, here for I've, fourth wing and I got lonesome freaking dove. Yeah, either the fourth wing fans are either gonna be like, maybe I should watch the entire thirty uh, movie backlog of yeah. the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yeah, I should read Stormlight Archive. Maybe you know? I should get into Lord of the Rings and uh, yes, and which you, you should. should start with yeah. the Hobbit first, but. Uh, maybe maybe I should play Pokemon. Yeah, Amen. Uh, <laughs> Legend of Zelda sounds pretty cool. That's right. If we're going to engage with literature that wasn't targeted at us, then we need to spread the word of engaging with things that weren't necessarily targeted at you. Yeah, right. Expanding well, I, your horizons. Yeah, I think into a lot. the ocarina of time. That's the greatest game of all time. A lot of wives do that though. Yeah. Uh, like my wife will sit and watch me play Zelda. I like to play Zelda sometimes. Okay. Tears of the Kingdom. I just beat it. She was invested in my fight with Ganondorf. Really? Um, my wife and, does not watch me play Red Dead Redemption. Great game. Great. Yeah. My and my wife um watched the a certain amount of movies from the MCU. Yeah. Okay. My wife will watch movies with me, which yeah. I very. She's I not appreciate. into watching Lord of the Rings. She we did it early that. when we were dating because my wife could tell it was important to me yeah. and it was during COVID. Um, but I did not put her through extended editions. Yeah. We watched cinematic cuts. It still took nine hours. Yeah, that's true. You didn't want to hear the extended edition, so you don't need to see the mouth of Sauron come out at the end or anything like that or whatever. Is he not in the theatrical cut? No. He's no just way. Ex- yeah, he's just in the extended edition. The Hobbit is dead. It's, it's kind of cool. But it's like it's Guillermo horrifying. Del Toro stuff. Um, but also too, and this is marriage folks. Like I never watched reality TV much before yeah. mm-hmm. I got married. I'm a Bravo guy now. I watch okay. every Bravo series. I don't watch Vanderpump rules and I don't watch real housewives, but I watch below deck. I watch Southern charm. I watch, um, summer house and I, I'm a part of the Bravo extended universe. What is below deck? I, that is the one I look at and I'm like, I'm kind of curious. Uh, people who live on like a yacht. Right. Yes. Well, they work live and work on a yacht. It's it's luxury yachts. There's and there's different kinds. There's below deck med, which is the Mediterranean. Captain Sandy. There's the original below deck, which is mostly the Caribbean, but they've been other places. That's okay. Captain Lee, who's a total just. He's the coolest grandpa ever. Okay. You, if he's disappointed in you, you might as well quit right there. And then there's also below deck sailing yacht. That's Captain Glenn. He's Canadian, really nice. So the captain becomes a huge part of the show. Big time, yeah. They're the, usually the carryovers. There's like different crew every season. And these are just Some, college students. Who no, no, no. They're adults. There's like thirty something year olds. And their life, their life is they want to work on boats. Yes, they want. To, they work on boats. So there's there's a bosun who's kind of like the head deck. So there's deck hands. There's stews, stewards. Okay. Uh, who do like the cleaning, like bartending, that kind of stuff. Yep. And then there's the captain and then there's um, deckhand stewards. And sometimes the engineer is featured like on sailing yacht, but okay. uh, mostly it's just uh, those two. And then they all like hook up. Right. Gets, oh, and then the chef, the chef is also like a major character. Well, Cause they're on usually. a, they're, these are the only people they see cause they're out at yeah. sea for months at a time. They'll, right? they'll do like a two day charter and then they'll come back and then they'll go into port and party. Where, which ports do they go? Like, like Tortuga, Tortuga, yeah. Or they'll, yeah, they'll be in like the Caribbean, or like you know, they'll okay. be in like a, uh, they'll be in like Italy, or they'll go out and get dinner, Ooh. and then they go out and party, and then they usually some of them will hook up. So and, the locations are beautiful. Yeah, they're the beautiful. Location, I mean, these are like, like super show. expensive yachts. I was gonna say, is it so? It's 
it's not like somebody's personal yacht. It's a yacht that like oh. a rich person can like. Yes. Or is like somebody owns the yacht? Uh, like some billionaire probably owns it, and then but it's like his. Per, it's not like uh, Elon Musk's personal yacht. No, it's no, like, no, no. This, this is yacht like, gets rented out to people who yes. use it like a fancy hotel. Yeah, like they they have like different. It's um, it's kind of like you know if you're working at a summer camp and different groups are coming in. That's kind of how it feels oh, like. Like there's a whole different yacht. group coming in for like three days, and then they drop them off, and then they pick up another group, and then okay. they take them out, and then. And then some, and a lot of the people that are on the yacht are pretty insufferable. They're like, "This uh, this egg wasn't done right. This is terrible." Oh, but the, right. the chef is like a five this star is chef. Not poached. Yeah, like, but yeah. the chef is like classically trained at at, at food, and they're like are, are a genius at what they do. And they're yeah. like, "This egg was horrible. It wasn't what I wanted. I right. wanted chicken nuggets." <laughs> That's right. But I know that there's definitely some blow deck fans out there. So here's yeah, that. I was That's curious. My, my plug for that show. I I loved that conversation. I love. The Bra- Bravo might be my favorite yeah. television station now. So, folks, I'm not here sitting here hating on Fourth Wing just out of the, you know, I'm not hating on Fourth Wing. I, you know, I no, think it's yeah. great. I'm enjoying it. Yeah. I'm enjoying these conversations. Yeah. I, I enjoyed our, I enjoyed that it led to me learning about Below Deck. Yeah. You'll have to let me, you, you just, just start the, with the first season. Start with Captain Lee's first season. Okay. Because then you'll really get to know him. Okay. Captain Sandy is also great. All right. Below There's Deck. also Below Deck Australia now, too. Captain Jason. So if we can just go through our show notes here, you should read Lonesome Dove, Lord of the Rings, and watch Below Deck. Absolutely. That's if if you don't get anything else, if you don't learn a thing about Fourth Wing today, right. just know you just just read Lonesome Dove, watch Below Deck. Right. Well, I enjoyed this conversation, but I think you need to go open this door, right? I do. I need to get downstairs and unlock the doors. Probably people wait, waiting around the corner. All right. We'll let you do that. All right. Till next time. Until next time. <laughs>